Time for another session in the performance studio. I'm Alicia Sweeney, and today I have a band that is far from home, over 10,100 miles from home, in fact, and they are here to bring the rock. Out of Perth, Australia, the four-piece psych garage rock group, Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, join us. We are presenting their third and final show in Colorado tonight at the Fox Theater in Boulder. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much for having me, and us. (laughs) Well, you guys are going to play us some songs today, including a couple cuts from from your breakout record out this year and now for the whatchamacallit but we're going to go back we're going to start with something from high visceral what's this track we're going to play buzz i woke up at 11:33. watched the trailer for a new christopher nolan movie and it started me thinking i would love to write a script one about the world from an alien ship Choosing love, I'm only choosing love. Think for 
from psychedelic porn crumpets you are listening to indie 1023 the band joins us in the studio and you can see them tonight at the fox theater in boulder i've got jack McEwen here will you introduce your whole band okay we've got danny on drums uh luke parish or rish on guitar uh we've got another luke who we call gary because we've got two luke's who actually aren't even called luke so uh he's on bass and we've got a new member called chris so he's coming on board he's playing keys and a bit of guitar as well you have three shows in colorado you've done two already including larimer lounge last night which was sold out how's your time in colorado been yeah it's been sweaty like <laughs> yeah. i think yeah yesterday it was amazing like the lineup we had serpent foot play with us the day before in fort collins and same with meat bodies and it's just like the perfect lineup like they're such a good band, both both obviously, but Serpent Foot I hadn't heard before. So sort of when we watched them live, like, wow, like it'll be perfect if we could sort of travel around with them. But yeah, it was good to sort of have a chat with them, talk about the local scene and, and hear how like sort of Denver's evolving as well. So it sounds like an exciting town. Yeah, it is. What what did you know about Colorado before you came here? Because, you know, Australia's huge, <laughs> there's a lot of states, America's huge, there's a lot of states. I heard they just legalized mushrooms or someone was like they've just I don't know, they're decriminalized which is pretty fun and it's, I don't know all the D like it seems just kind of a forward thinking place like we're such a nanny state in Perth like I know everything is just super illegal or you're so far away from everything else so here you come everyone's relaxed sort of wants to listen to music and goes out and watches live music which is great so it's got a great community Colorado or beyond since you've been on tour have you discovered anything in the United States maybe food music culture that you guys are really into um down in Louisiana with a po' boy which absolutely ruins me like that <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, I definitely would try another one, but uh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. Whole Foods, we've pretty much been living off of Whole Foods, so yeah. But I did have a plan that you could go in there, if they sold like iPhones or anything, don't anyone try this, but you could just fill that box with like really expensive sort of weightless things and then just pay for the box. And then you've got like an entire like package of $50 gift vouchers or whatever, but don't do it, I'm just... That yeah. is fascinating. <laughs> It'll be bad. But... <laughs> yeah, don't trust him. No. <laughs> well, let's get into another song now. And after this one, we'll get back and we'll talk about the new record. Uh, what are you going to play next? Uh, we're going to play Him for a Droid. Oh, red or blue pill, red 
Psychedelic Porn Crumpets on Indie 1023. Back in June, our music director, Jesse Witten, was featured on NPR Music's All Songs Considered and raved about your third album, and now for the Whatchamacallit. What was your source of inspiration for this new album? Um, I think we played our first festival like about a year ago in Australia. It was probably like a year and a half ago now. And I think we just sort of, from the first two albums, were very much created in our bedrooms and sort of just as a hobby kind of thing. I think when we got into seeing the festival circuits and what sort of bands were playing and how sort of just like having ones having like, not, not like for lack of a better word, happy music, I suppose, but like really enjoyable. And we wanted to kind of take that 1940s spin of like kind of early quaint British fairground life, you know, like hot fuzz where it's like, and the kinks, like we are the village green. Okay, I kind of like that Beatles kind of aspect to it. So we kind of mix in a bit of that kind of quirkiness or playful sort of childhood s kind of, uh, patterns I suppose of that and also kind of worked in a way of like collaging bits and pieces so we went with the um, album cover as sort of like this collage that Ben Giles created so it was almost like this weird layered kind of album that we just wanted to keep evolving throughout but also be kind of like just really enjoyable from start to finish so no kind of sad bits I suppose yeah you can hear it on the album now did you study like the kinks or Beatles or anything like uh did you go on like a YouTube deep dive oh yeah like I mean a lot of the time you're doing it like a case study I suppose like an album and you create like about 50 tracks or 60 tracks and then you eventually scrap like 40 of them and it's sad but you also have like little bits to so you like oh, maybe I'll put that in there maybe I'll put that in there and obviously the finished product you're just like oh god it could have been like this and it could have gone that way but your manager's just like you gotta release it like send it out and you're like i don't want to i want to keep working on it but it's probably the, the hardest part is letting it go yeah you guys have been jamming together for years like you mentioned starting off as just a group of friends that were in other bands messing around and even though you guys can sound improvisational uh, these songs are really compositions right yeah, I suppose. I think um, we kind of cut down from that, like, the first couple of records and the first songs we were making were, like, very much, like, seven-minute, eight-minute tracks where they just kind of, like, went off into the void of that psych rock kind of aspect. But this time we wanted to kind of cut it back into more of, like, not a pop structure, but kind of structure it a bit better so it could be uh, sort of reach a broader audience, I suppose. So, I don't know, you could say we just completely sold out, but <laughs> no. no. I think I think the next album, though, we're going to work on is just obviously, like, the complete opposite. So we're just going to be back to, like, heavy riffs, like, yeah, kind of that kind of style. Find the happy balance between the two. Yeah, that would be good. 
Your song, Bill's Mandolin, which you guys are going to play in a short bit, has been big for us here at Indie 1023. When our music director was on All Songs Considered on NPR Music, she said uh, she compared this song to a bad trip, representing (laughs) a deep dive into irrational fears and anxieties. Can you relate to that? (laughs) Wow. I suppose. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose that's just my life. It's one crippling, cruel existence. (laughs) Now, um, well, the actual song is about my granddad, uh, well, my grand gave me granddad's old mandolin so this is in england because i was originally born there but i hadn't been home in like forever like 10 years or something so sort of seeing all the family was really really nice and then um she was like i'll have anything you want sort of out of like the the loft so i sort of went up there and found like this old mandolin which i used to play as like probably like a four or five year old and it didn't have a case so i sort of had to carry it around from england which was like the first day we played on this probably like eight week tour of like europe and australia and I passed out with it in like Amsterdam and took it like clubbing. It was like with me just the whole time, sort of like this emblem. And then eventually I passed out in the airport with it, but I just had it in my hand. I got it home. It didn't have a scratch. And I was like, this thing has just been on such a like a voyage that it needs its own own little track or sort of like a homage to the old mandolin. So, yeah, so that was all it feels mandolin is. And your granddad is Bill. Yeah. Yeah, he's Bill. And do you remember the first song that you learned what to play to play on it? You said you were oh, four or five. Yeah, I think I I didn't actually know how to play guitar at all. I thought like when you twist the strings or whatever, when you're tuning pegs, that's like what you're supposed to do. So I was just always just like, what's going on here? And he'd be like, you've just detuned it. Like yeah, it's just completely riddled with his with his instrument. But I think um. I can't remember. I remember my uncle taught me Smells Like Teen Spirit, but I suppose everyone tries to learn that one. That took me months. I remember my fingers were too small for the guitar, but I was like adamant I was going to get it. Like, I'm going to get this song. Can you still play that one now? No, I struggle with that one. That was a bit hard, yeah. (laughs) Our guests are psychedelic porn crumpets out of Perth, Australia, in the studio today. Shall we hear Bill's mandolin? Yeah, yeah, crank it. Yeah, the cool's about 
Psychedelic Porn Crumpets. That's Bill's Mandolin. We are Indie 1023, their latest album. Their third, it's called And Now for the Whatchamacallit. By the way, is that like an inside joke? No, I think it's just because the album kind of didn't make sense. So like, what do you call it? And then sort of Now for the Whatchamacallit. I kind of wanted to give it like a Modest Mouse kind of album title. Like I just love their album titles and sort of Isaac Brock's um, songwriting. So I think it just kind of suited that kind of aspect. It was almost a nod to him. I love that. And there's an American candy bar called a Whatchamacallit. Have I, you had I, it? I looked at that. I was like, well, trying to get the spelling for Whatchamacallit. I was like, wow, there's a candy bar? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of tasty. It, it's kind of good. It's like, yeah, it, it's like a sweet uh, record. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much for coming in. You can catch Psychedelic Porn Crumpets tonight for their final show in Colorado this evening, Fox Theater in Boulder. Again, thank you. Thank you very much for having us.